This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia. And from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Patty. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Plus, Make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win a $100 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the Valero Texas Open Outright Betting Show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, and our boy, Matt Gannon. What's up, Matt? What's going on? Hopefully this doesn't turn into a Masters preview show because that's how like everyone wants it to turn into because we're just our heads there. But yeah. there's money to be made this week, and we will make money this week. So excited to be here. It's like a every two-and-a-half-month thing I'm, I'm on the pod, so yep. happy to be back. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we'll definitely talk a little masters. Uh, but yeah, I, I do want to. I want to focus on some of the bets that that are yeah. made, that are being made this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like this is the forgotten event, but you're right, man. Fucking, there's money to be made. It's still a, it's an okay tournament to watch. I mean, anytime you can get a 200 to one winner, like yeah, let's, let's fucking go. Yeah, and like I mean, we're not going to have the NCAA tournament in the afternoons in order to contend with it either. So I mean, the final fours are at night, so it's going to be just golf in the afternoon all weekend. Uh, you know, seeing if anybody can get that last minute exemption into the Masters, sweating our bets. I actually like my betting card this week. There's a I had a tough time kind of uh, picking and choosing uh, who I wanted to include on there. I have a lot of guys actually, but uh, we'll go over it in a little bit. So. Before we get to it, though, why don't we rewind back to the WGC match play? So, I, Matt, I asked this of Capper last night. Uh, was there anything that happened at the match play that might have maybe changed your opinion about um, who you maybe want to bet at the Masters? Like, anybody pique your interest based on what happened? Um, what I took out of the WGC, WGC match play, well, first of all, it's one of the hardest events to handicap, and that's just every, each and every year. So luck box, like it's just lucky. So I'm not really worried about not hitting a winner there. Congrats on Burns, by the way. Great hit, guys. <laughs> Great hit. Um, as he as he said, you luck boxed into it. <laughs> no, no <laughs> tough about the handicap. So it's great, great winner there. Um, what I took out of it is I think Patrick Cantley is winning a major because he hit the ball oh. so well and did not make any putts like all weekend long mm. or week weekend. So yeah. I think Patrick Cantley. And I know he likes. Majors come around. He always tends to get hyped up and then maybe barely make the cut. So I'm not falling into the trap. Maybe it's a different year. There's a lot of live guys not here or not at the same level as they were. So I think Patrick Cantley will win a major this year. That's my bold prediction. All okay. right. So can, uh, let me piggyback off that a little bit with two things that actually I think validate uh, that stance right there. So number one, like, so I, I did the majors preview back with Andy Lack last in December. And, uh, you know, we did one on our own show too. One thing I said is that like guys who tend to win like their first major or like maybe come out of nowhere, they, they had to like contend at least kind of recently. Now, Patrick Cantley finally got that check mark, you know, when he was actually kind of relevant at the open championship last year, maybe that gave him a little bit of confidence. The fact that he's not going to win the masters. And if you actually look at that weather report, I think this is a Patrick Cantley type weather report. It's going to be a lot of wind. It's going to be really soft, really warm too. So I, he played well in 2019 that had kind of a similar weather report when Tiger one was kind yeah. of warm muggy. So, you know, I can't like contended there too. He had to share the lead. So, you know what? I, I mean, I'm probably going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be tough to kind of figure out who I want to bet for the masters, but uh, 
you know, and, and you're right, by the way, uh, data golf actually estimated his, uh, T degree numbers and he looked great in every category. Uh, really right. Yeah. So I got him gaining in four matches, uh, about four strokes T to green per round. All right, that was kind of an eye test thing. Yeah. I didn't really look at because the stats are like wonky from the from the uh, right. match play. So I, he just looked like he had so many looks when I, I watched a lot of it. Had so many looks. So looks the best, stats back it up. So that makes me feel even better about it. There what what go. where does he where does he fit best at? What do you mean fit best at? <laughs> L A Country Club. L A C C or Augusta? I'd say. I think I think Augusta for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially Agreed. if it's going to be pretty, like, benign weather conditions and soft. Like, the guy can just kind of plot around, fire at pins, roll a bunch of putts. He's great putting on bent grass. So, yeah. uh, although I think at the Masters, he struggled putting there for whatever reason. Even he has. What's his, what's his best finish there? Oh, well, he finished ninth back in 2019, and he and, had a share of the lead. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So, All right. Why don't we transition to uh, Valero? So, you know, Matt, I want to ask you about like your betting card strategy this week. I mean, I, you know, some guys might see like with the masters next week, maybe you want to leave a bit, a little bit of money on the table, save for next week. Or did you just, you know, did you decide to just put together your full betting card, you know, with full unit allocation or do you scale back a little bit with anticipation? Yeah. Of, All right. I want to, you know, want some money for next week. Whether this is the masters or the damn Corrales, I will be risking my same amount every single week because a winner is a winner and they all pay the same. Uh, and I'm actually gonna fire off like a big, like a important tweet on like Monday, Monday morning, come Masters week, just talking about like uh, you're gonna see a bunch of handicappers who aren't in the golf space bet, yeah. betting golf this week, and they're gonna take oh, like yeah. three guys under ten to one. Oh yeah, yeah, like you'll have a good chance of hitting that week, but like don't like hype that up. That's not how you should bet golf if you're doing it Correct. on a weekly basis. If you're doing it one like one time for the Masters, more power to you. Have fun, but like that's not what should like. You should be tailing and should be hyping up week after week. So, but back to that question, normal betting card for me, just same as every week, outrights top fives only, 2.5 units on each. So, pretty straightforward. Like it. Nice. Like it. So, so Capper, you're going to be looking forward to any narratives that come flying out of guys who don't handicap golf, like what happened at the US Open with Fitzpatrick? Uh, wait, that guy, didn't he? he that guy. Ca- Covered golf, wasn't it? Wasn't that fucking rally? Oh, I don't know. I'm just I, listen. I'm not on Twitter. I don't see. What I just <laughs> yeah. assume any the NBA, fucking, you know, like fucking iron. Any want to say, all right, I can tell golf. Oh, it's Fitzpatrick guy. He won here. Did you only won here and won here? Uh, right. What are you doing? This is back to back. Just trying to irritate me. I love <laughs> to bring up bad trauma memories of golf for you. It so, just gets so, you really irritated, you know. Such a dick. The uh, yeah, I mean, look, yeah, people are gonna come out of the woodwork. You're right, like. You have to be selective. Follow the same fucking guys that you normally follow. People who don't cover <laughs> golf on a fucking daily basis, like they don't fucking know. They they know they know the same people your aunt fucking Joe knows. You know what I mean? Like, forget about it. There you go. I mean, betting on golf is so easy, right? Super Anyone easy. Can, Anyone can do it. Anybody can. All right. While we take a quick break, and then uh, we will get right to who we bet outright for the Valero Texas Open. All right, let's go. Well, listen, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts, still don't have it in Florida, and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. During the WinBet Win Hour, Mackie Games of the Week will have better odds. And on WinBet, giving you a 
larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is still here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. You sign up today, you receive a special offer. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks. It is limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs, only if you hit the biggest long shot pile of the week, you get $1,000 in free credit. There's so much to choose from it. All you got to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer is subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling call, problem, have them call 1-800-522-4700. And listen, if you guys are looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at the stadium swing, swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, you can win a three-night stay at the Circa Las Vegas to hang with the boys. The contest is completely free to enter and just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf body. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. And I'll save the last ad read for my dogs aren't barking. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll take over then. So we have some inventory we need to offload from the uh, Golf Gambling Podcast Warehouse. Uh, we have a TaylorMade Stealth 2 driver uh, in inventory that we want to get to you guys. We, we want some help, though. Uh, so we're asking you to do just three little things for us. If you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, if you can give us a Spotify review and you can give us an, an Apple review as well, uh, you'll be eligible to win a TaylorMade Stealth 2 driver. We'll announce it on Twitter. And anybody who's already done that, by the way, you're already entered that contest. So uh, fear not if you've already done it. You're going to be included. So go ahead, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a rating on Spotify and Apple, and you can win yourself a really nice Stealth 2 driver. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a nice prize. We've given away, we've given away, we give away, do we give away a Scotty too at one point? We gave away a Scotty. We gave away another. Did we give away the last model of Stealth too, didn't we? Yeah, we gave away, I th- uh, yeah, we gave away a driver before, and we gave away a putter as well. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. We're just very charitable around here. You know, we like to get back to our fans. That's right. We of course. Got to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get right to the good stuff. Matt Gannon, uh, why don't you go over uh, who you bet outright for the Valero Texas Open? So, card's not finished yet. Um, I right. majority of it's done. I started up top with Siwoo Kim. Love at, it. So... He was my initial lean Sunday night when I was going through just the field. And I thought he was going to be a bit more popular than he was. I was kind of deciding between him or Chris Kirk up top. Yep. Uh, I contri- I fade the chart every single week. If someone's tipped, I do not bet him. It's worked out well for me thus far. Um, so Chris Kirk was most tipped. Now I'm on Siwoo Kim. Siwoo Kim off of a seven, uh, seven strokes on approach at the players. Last time he did that was before the Sony Open, and he won, or the tournament before the Sony Open, he ended up winning the Sony Open. So yep. he's striking it well. He's got great course history. Five out of six made cuts. He's got a fourth-place finish here at Valero. So he's one of the best total drivers on this in this field, too. Great around the green, and he's a gainer. He's a gainer in all four categories. I like Siwoo Kim. I mean, he's one of the favorites for a reason. Checks the boxes for a reason. I like Siwoo. All right, Cabbage, you bet him, too? I did. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I mean, make it all make it all three. By the way, oh, all right, I love it. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, look, here's the deal. Like, he, he's that's such a good price for him in this event. Right. Like, that's like I was surprised. I was like, all right, yeah. Like, I I, I was expecting him to be in the fucking teens based on how books are punishing everybody now. But yeah, I uh, I am uh, I'm 100 percent on board with uh, Missy Will. So. Okay. All right, and just a couple, uh, you know, uh, to piggyback a little bit off what you said, Matt, uh, that T4 finish, by the way, you know, one of the concerns I have was like, all right, can he actually get up before the week before the Masters? Well, that T4 came before he, you know, had to go to the Masters, so I know he can contend in that week. Uh, at match play, he uh, played very well in group play, uh, gained in every single category uh, in the strokes gain metrics according to Data Golf. So not only did he actually, you know, do well in his pod, he actually played well relative to everybody else, too. So he hit uh, one bad round. That was against yeah. Cooch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Cooch, so, Cooch, Cooch must be the most annoying motherfucker to play match play with, too. Like, he's got to be. 
it's probably better. It's probably better for us that he didn't advance because I feel like if he would have advanced, maybe made it to the elite eight, everyone yeah. would be on him this week. So yeah. maybe a little bit good yeah. for us that he didn't do like it as well as he yeah. did. There you go. And I mean, like, like you said, really good around the green, really good bunker player too. That's going to be important this week, uh, yep. especially with maybe some windy conditions happening on Thursday and Friday. So oh, yes. uh, I like it. Windy. All right. Uh, who's the next guy you bet? Uh, Aaron Rye. Uh, I oh, missed that. Seven, I missed that 75, okay. uh, 55 um, long irons and wind. That is Aaron Rye. Don't have to talk anything else. He's playing decent, played well at the players championship. Sh- shitty field. Let's do it. Yep. Aaron Rye. Yeah, okay. I'm right there with you. Got got him at the 75 number, and you said long irons and wind. Let's fucking go. It's okay. it's, it's a no brainer. Make it three for three. Oh boy, everybody else here. Oh All right. boy. Oh exactly. Boy. Listen, I was gonna bet him at Valspar, and then right. he withdrew. So I might as well just take yeah. the money I got back from my bookie at that point and just spend it again in Aaron Rye with the golfers. He's been, you know, he's had a decent finish here. Um, you know, a couple of other decent finishes in Texas. Like you said, the iron play has been really good. Uh, pretty good around the green as well. That's really important this week. Uh, give me some Aaron Rye and maybe some windy conditions. Uh, finally getting the big W uh, on his resume here. So, okay. All right. So we're three for three. Oh boy. So let's keep going, Matt. Who else you bet? Uh, this next one, you're. I don't. I doubt you guys are going to be on. He's literally. I think he's right. dead actually because he's a little bit more popular than I think he should be. That's Ben Martin at eighty to one. Yeah, um, I thought about it. Yeah, I mean. A, a, a chalky Ben, it's not that he's chalky, but a popular Ben Martin can't go well. He's kind of trending really well in the ball striking categories, hasn't missed the cut since the Farmers, and he's got multiple top 10 finishes in that stretch. He's got three top 15s in his last seven starts, so playing good golf, shitty field, and he's a guy who's contended in the last, what, year and a half. Yeah. I don't, like, love it. It's just a good number, whatever, Ben Martin, if you want <laughs> I like it. So I was looking at him, and so like I, I got some spots with some some longer shots. But you said is he fucking popular? Oh well, he's on the chart. He's on is the he chart. On the golf tippers chart. Yeah, I was Hang shocked. On. I was truly. I, I know our boy BK's on him. I saw him uh, in his write up this week. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, what does that mean? No, I'm just saying. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, Brian, I, <laughs> Brian has followers, so he gets he gets people to. He, moves the needle. Brian's a market mover, is what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Yes, he is. He moves the needle. It's him and Tiger Woods. They uh, they move the needle. <laughs> the now, the so. two people that move the needle: Brian Kershaw and Tiger Woods. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So listen, like I mean, I, I get it with Ben Martin. The iron play has been really good for him. Um, you know, pretty good in some of the proximity numbers or buckets I looked at this week too. Uh, you know, from less than 150, he's one of the leaders in this field. Uh, 150, 200, he's also really good at, in that range as well. A little weak around the green, but I get it though. That's an established name. You know, one of the things I know is last three Valero Texas Open winners. Uh, you know, Corey Connors, JJ Spawn, and Speed. I mean, Speed obviously is great, but you know, Spawn was struggling around the green, but his ball striking numbers were trending. He ended up winning. Same thing with Corey Connors. I mean, he's never known for around the green. He ended up winning. So the fact that Ben Martin's ball striking is actually trending up, struggling a little bit around the green, you know, maybe he can overcome that by just hitting a lot of greens and I probably win. So, yeah, I, I think it's a fine pick there. So, all right, anybody else in your card? I bet Will Gordon at 85 to 1. I don't really love it. I, I truly like Joseph Bramlett at 180 to 1 better than these, better than these, honestly, the 80 to 1 guys I bet. He's right. uh, really long. He's longer than he is straight. So, he can have a decent off the tee week. He's set up. His mid iron range, uh, his mid iron numbers are really, really good, and he's pretty good around the green. I wouldn't think he would be, but he's pretty good around the green. It's going to be windy. You're going to have to get up and down, and he's in decent form. So, Joey Brams at 180 to one, I bet. Okay. I love it. So, so I just looked. I can still get. I can get Ben Martin at 110. Ooh. Where? 
local. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I I'm, might, I'm, I'm, I might tell you on that one. Look, I mean, it's it's over eighty to one at that point. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. anybody's worth a say. I, I took a couple of bums above eighty to one. Who'd so. you take? All right, so all right, so uh, you know, so we agree on Siwoo, we yep. agree on Aaron Rye. Yep. Um, so I am going with Brendan Todd at fifty to one, just because I mean, I, you know, he almost cashed me at Pebble Beach. Been really good at this event. That. Just checks a lot of boxes. In fact, they're really good around the green. Good short iron player. Um, you know, he's been. You know, he's been okay lately. Uh, he's gained with his irons the last two tournaments. So, I know, pretty good around the green lately as well. So, the fact he's kind of trending a little bit with the ball striking coming in, um, I kind of like that here. So, you know, 50 to 1 for Brennan Todd. Uh, I also got a 55 to 1 on Ryan Fox. I just think that, you know, the way he's hitting the ball with the irons is too hard to ignore. He's a little up and down around the green. Uh, which is a little concerning, but you know, I mean, he's a proven winner on the European tour. Unlike a Thomas Dietrich, who's never won before, <laughs> or, never wins. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what? I just decided to go with, you know, he, he's been really good over here. He's held his own, you know, like good finishes at Arnold Palmer. He was pretty good in match play. So, you know, the fact he's actually doing it against legitimate competition, uh, I think he can do very well. And I mean, Australia, well, he's not Australian, he's New Zealander. But, uh, you know, guys from that general region of the world tend to have done very well at this tournament. So uh, I'll, I'll take Ryan Fox there. Uh, I also took a little Nick Taylor at 60 to 1. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know, he finished 10th uh, of, uh, what did he do? He was 10th at Valspar after, you know, he missed out of Phoenix, but, you know, he went a little bit of a slump after that, finished 10th at Valspar. The ball striking came back. You know, he was okay in match play last week, but he was really good around the green, really good with his irons, quarter data golf. So the fact that he's been trending up around the green with his irons the last two tournaments, in fact, I've seen him contend recently, um, you know, this year. You know, I I, I thought 60 to 1 on a guy who's won on the PGA Tour before. You know, those have been the types of guys who've won these, like, you know, if it wasn't a star player, it'd be one of these types of guys, you know, who's won before knows what it's like to be, you know, in the mix. So took Nick Taylor there, uh, Aaron Rye, 75 to one. I mentioned, I also took Alex Smalley at 75 to one. You know, I, I wish I waited because there was that 110 that popped up for about an hour. So I wish I grabbed that, but Hey, 75 to one, Alex Smalley. You know, I, I, I made mention about this with Taylor Moore a couple weeks ago. You know, Alex Smalley kind of seems in a similar boat where guys had a lot of solid finishes. Um, you know, I, I think he's a little better than what his number is showing really good history in Texas though. So fourth at Houston last fall, he's got a 15th in Houston in 2015, six at, uh, the Mexico open, which is a Greg Norman as well. So a lot of like, I'm really good sucker for a lot of, you know, course comps and all that shit. So, uh, I'll take Alex Smalley at, uh, 75 to one. Uh, I am taking a little bit of Eric Cole at one ten. Yes, let's go. Let's so th- he reminds me a lot about what's like what JJ Spawn was doing last year heading in. So JJ Spawn usually was a really good scrambler. He was so bad around the green heading in, but the ball striking was really good. So and then finally he just ended up kind of turned around at uh, Valero in it for a win. Eric Cole's kind of doing something similar. He had some really good around the green showings uh, last fall and the beginning of this year. It really went away in Florida for whatever reason, but the iron play has been really solid pretty much all season long. So the fact that the ball striking has been trending up, I know he can do it around the green. He's got it in him. So in one ten to one for a guy who was second in Honda, you know, maybe he can finally get it done here. And then I'm putting my money where my mouth is one thirty to one on David Lingmer. Let's go. I'm just going to keep going with it. I, I don't love the fact that he's not very good around the green, but the ball striking has been so good with him. This is the guy who, when he was really good, was a pretty he's a top 40 player in the world so you know the fact he's playing so good recently the iron play has been great you know I, like 
he has some up and down performances around the green, but recently he's had a couple of okay ones. So maybe he's got it in him. Uh, I mean, 130 to one for David Lehman for a guy who's won a big event before on PGA tour, been in the mix a lot back, you know, five years ago before he had injuries. Seems like he's healthy now. I'll go with that. Love it. So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, so I'm with both you guys on Siwoo, both you guys on Rye. I'm with you on Fox. Steve, we talked about it. I'm sick of losing my fucking money on Dietrich. I'll pick another European loser to lose money on. Um, uh, and then I was on Andy's show last night. He likes Lingmurth, too. And I was like, Steve's been talking to me about this fucking guy for what seems like a month. I'm just going to bet him. Um, I was already okay. on call for everything that you said. Um, and it's, it's Bermuda grass, so hopefully, you know, he, he can keep the putting up on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so I have room. So I think I'm going to add Matten and oh, I got Grayson Saget, fucking two hundred to one. Cause, <laughs> God, because fucking why what's not? He, what's he been up to? Kirshner's on him too. Kirshner's been talking him up. Oh God, God. <laughs> what's so I only the only reason I even know this is my buddy Jason played like a fucking like a pro am with him, and he fucking like he was like <laughs> he was an ex college golfer. And he was like, what he could do with the golf ball is ridiculous. Um. Yeah, I mean, whatever. He hasn't been doing anything. But his yeah, his his irons are trending up. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's, it's not. I have up. room. I have room for like a twenty-five to one guy. So I have, yeah. or I can, so I can do do that, or bet a few bombs. Bet a few I bombs. Have, I bet two hundred fifty to one Augusto Nunez. He is nineteenth in this field right. in total total driving. Right. He is. 20th in this field, 150 to 200 yards, and he's a gainer around the green. 250 to 1, checks and boxes. He's made three out of his last four cuts. Sign me up for Augusto Nunez. Yeah, you know what? That's actually something I, I saw a little bit uh, you know, last night down there. I, I don't have any bets on him, but, you know, I don't hate that. You, I, I think that's a good flyer right there. Yeah. And then I took Tano Goya, 350 to 1. So All right. Jesus Christ. He's made six out of his last seven cuts. He's really, really good off the tee. He struggles with those middle irons a bit, but he's a gainer around the green, and he's an mm-hmm. absolute cut maker. He was like in the mix through thirty six holes at the Farmers, so yeah, three fifty to one. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, like, a, he's a great bunker player too. He's actually one of the better bunker players I have in this field. What was his last? Right. What was his fucking name? Because he sounds like a DK Tano, Tano Goya. Yeah, yeah, he's a DK player for sure. Or Stanislaw Goya, if you want to be really, uh, you know, yes. full with it, and proper yeah. with it. You've seen me try to read. Soccer ads. I'm not going to yeah. try to do it. Just call him Tano, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I'm betting two Argentinians this week. Oh, no. And not, and not Grio. <laughs> and not, I bet Grio last week. He, he made like a nine on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's the That's Grio, the Grio experience. experience. Oh, Jinx. Yeah. We're so cute. We are. Cute. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a lot of money on Grio before, and uh, it's never worked out. It's never worked out. No, it hasn't. So, <laughs> never. All right. You got any other, uh, any other hours here? Or that's it. No, yeah, that that's it for now. I'm probably gonna I'll have it finalized for my for my shows tomorrow. I got two shows to record by tomorrow. They'll be on Golf Gambling Podcast. If you don't follow, follow what you do if you're watching this. Um, so yeah, my finalized card will be out tomorrow. But I got some room left. But that's join us with it. join us on Cole, dude. I'm telling you, I got a feeling about this, dude. On Cole, I don't know if I could chase an Eric Cole sweat. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All right. I mean, he lives he lives around the corner from me though. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He yeah, that's right. He does live right down there, doesn't he? Yeah. All right. All right. Why don't we take another break and then we'll break down the rest of the betting card. 
All right, listen, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues to match madness college pick them. It is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is already busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And, uh, yeah, listen, uh, go follow uh, us on Twitter. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that good stuff, man. And, uh, yeah, we'll I mean, look, shit, we're giving away a fucking stealth, too. I mean, just do it for that. Um, <laughs> and then other than that, uh, I'll let Steve talk to you about pipe of golf. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, we got one more uh, big snowstorm coming our way in uh, New That's York so right gross. now. Do you just really? prolong, just prolong, prolong the uh, the golf season for me before. And it's actually a really good thing, by the way, that Oak Hill got started on their crap, you know, all their infrastructure last fall, because they would be woefully behind and we probably would not have the PGA. But that I digress though. But anyways, I'm getting ready for golf season and I'm gonna use Piper golf balls this year to kind of help me, you know, lower my scores. And you know, they got a handy chart on their website. It helps you, you know, basically whatever handicap you are, you can choose a particular golf ball for you. They got four lines of golf balls, all with different various uh you know, differences to them to help your game. But what's really going to help me though, is that they're all really good around the green. They little, add a little extra spin to help you control the ball and your chip shots. That's really how you're going to lower your scores. You can go to the driving range. You can go, you know, hit your irons, hit your driver all you want. But the quickest way to lower your score, get a hold of your scrambling, get a hold of your around the green game and Piper golf balls can do it for you. So go to Piper.golf slash GGP. You'll get 10% off your first order using promo code GGP. You can also opt to subscribe or these schedule shipments of golf balls at a 50% discount. And there's free shipping on any orders over 50 bucks. So go to piper.golf slash GGP and improve your game today. Oh, all, all right. right. Where do you want to go next? Uh, well, why don't we go with Matt? You got any matchups? I don't got any matchups, but I like Chris Kirk top 10. Okay. Um, just okay. based off what I was saying earlier, how I was kind of deciding between. Kirk or Siwoo, he's got eight starts here. Three of them are top 10, and he's kind of playing really good golf right now. Obviously, he won that Honda, elite middle iron and wedge player, and he's a gainer across um, across the board. Three of yeah. three top fives in his last seven starts. Yeah. Pretty straightforward, and he's a good number. I got I see plus 350 on Chris Kirk top 10. Yeah, okay. I like it. Yeah, I took him top 20 at plus 140. I I always, you know, if, if I get a little, reasons, yeah. I, yeah, basically the same exact reasons. If I can get, you know, like decent plus money on the top, two, I'm just going to opt for that for the 10 positional points there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for all the reasons you said, I mean, really good at this golf course, really good with his irons, has hit the ball historically very well this event too. I mean, obviously really good around the green. You know, I mean, after his win, he kind of had a little bit of a rough spot, but, you know, and then. Yeah, I mean, like at match play, it was T52 finish, but his ball striking was really good. He actually lost around the green with his putting. So I don't think it's going to happen two weeks in a row. In fact, he got his ball striking back last week in Austin. Maybe he had a little bit of a bounce back. So top 20 on Chris Kirk, reasonable expectation for that. So yeah, I'm, I'm on board with uh, that top 10 there. Like so, it. Yeah, uh, I'm, on the, I'm on the top 20 with Kirk as well. Okay. There you go. Uh, what, are, what are positionals you got? Oh, Chris Kirk right there. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Shout, out to, um, shout out to our boy Cam Kerr, man. He's, he made that, right? Cam Kerr. Yeah, there Cam made go. that. So he, I think he's doing them for like uh, every outright. You can hit him up if you want him. Makes yeah. it pretty simply, but he sent yeah. this to me. He pretty looks cool. awesome. It's, is Chris Kirk holding a gun up to you right there? And Rusty, you better <laughs> yes, that is right what now. he's holding. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. No, so, I got no other right. positionals, though. Okay. Right, so, what do you got? So I, I only got a handful of uh, top 20s. I usually wait to, to kind of see where I want to go. But so I got uh, Rye. Uh, top 20. I had to take Ricky top 20 just in case he fucking wins. Like, I don't want to be, 
not part of being happy for him because I lost an outright. Like if one of my guys is going for him, I can at least, you know, be like, all right, at least I had a little money on the top 20. Uh, Davis Riley, uh, the number's too short for the outright, uh, but I'll take him top 20. You hate Davis Riley. I know. You made a good case for him. Okay. Yeah. I don't even have Davis Riley in my card. I, yeah, but when we were talking about him last you. yeah, we were talking we were talking about him last night on DFS. I was like, I can see that. Okay. All and right. his well, number got steamed to hell. It went from like fucking 40 to like 25. All right. Well, stay for tuned for tomorrow. I might find a place for uh that guy. So okay. stay tuned. And then I'm taking Benny in just because I want to take him. And uh he's really good around the green. Uh I like him, and that's why I'm gonna fucking take him. He's good around the green, it's a good number. Uh I get it was like it was like plus three seventy-five, but I'm waiting for uh the other book to post. Uh, to see if I can get a better number, but plus three seventy five okay. for a top twenty on Benny M. He's, 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 he's really good around the green, so I'll, I'll take my chances. All right, so we share a couple of positionals, and I also backed up a couple of my outrights with positionals too. So uh, we share a position on Aaron Wright. I got him top thirty though at plus one forty though. Give me a little nice. bit, you know, ten more points, but plus yep. one forty, I'll take that. Uh, we also have uh, a Ben on top forty plus one sixty. Actually, nice. a pretty good place considering the pedigree of this guy. Yeah. Really good around the green. Um, so I'll take that. Yeah. I also uh, put a top 40 uh, bet on Alex Smalley plus 140 after I bet him outright. And also on Eric Cole, top 40 plus 175. I thought that was a pretty good price considering, you know, how he's been playing so far. And he was kind of down there with a bunch of bums at that price. Yeah. So that's all right. So some other ones I haven't talked about tonight. Look, I mean, I, this sounds probably pretty chalky, but I mean, Matt Kuchar in a Texas golf course, especially at this place, just kind of just screams, just taking for a top 20 at plus 150. Um, look, I mean, you know, really good finishes at Valeria finished second last year, uh, really good history in Texas. He's been playing really well at his golf courses this year too. Like at Wiley, he played well at Genesis. He's always had a good record there. He played well there. And then last week at Austin, he played really well. So, uh, and he's trying to get into the masters. Everybody's talking about Ricky wants to get in the masters. Matt Kuchar needs a win or get to the masters. He doesn't have a lot of opportunities left. I think he's going to come out be really good this week. Didn't get there the outright, but top 20 plus 150. I took that. Okay. Uh, I also got top 30 on Matt Wallace at plus 150. So he doesn't have his exception in the Masters next week. Just hitting the ball really good. And I think he's going to come out to this golf course where he's done well before yep. and to try and get that last minute exemption to go to the Masters. So top 30 on him plus 140. Uh, and then you know what? I've noticed that a certain guy who everybody likes to criticize, uh, <laughs> you know, he's had a Good couple weeks. Yeah, he's hot. He's hot. He is, he is hot. <laughs> and I can get a Cam Davis reasonable expectation just in case he kind of cools off a little yeah. bit. If I get Cam Davis top 30 plus 140, <laughs> how well he's been playing recently, the fact that, you know, Australians have done well at this event, really good bunker player, really good around the green. Now, his irons haven't been all that good, and they weren't good at match play last week either, so that's a little concerning, but everything else kind of looks good with him. I think he's going to do that. So top 30 of Cam Davis plus 140. And then a couple other guys, Robbie Shelton, top 40 plus 140. I'm a little worried that the bubble might be bursting on him. He's going to go back to what he was in 2020, but listen, the arrow plays really good, really good scrambler as well. He has a decent finisher back in 2017. I get top 40 in him plus 140. Um, and yeah, that's it. So a lot of positional. Is that all? Is that all? That's it. That's all. That's it. But you know what? Listen, I, I like all the prices I got. Uh, I just hit it outright. So I got cash. Yeah, man. So why not? Why don't we play with a little bit with it? I like it. Okay. All right. Uh, Cabra, you got any matchups? Yeah. You know, what's funny. I can't find a fucking decky matchup anywhere. The books are like, I am not hanging this. <laughs> like I could literally, I literally cannot. Yeah. I cannot find one. Um, the, uh, 
Oh, right. somebody just said uh, Pearson Cootie is one fifty to one. Played the course a lot in college golf. Yes, he, so, he is, is a that, Texan. Is that, is that new giant Darren oh. Waller? No, Walker. Walker. Oh, Walker. You blind, Walker. You blind, oh. you blind bastard. I thought All it was. Right. I thought it, it, it's going to be like a Kerr buddy because Kerr is fucking obsessed with Pearson Cootie. The um, maybe. Yeah. So I can't. I couldn't find a Hideki matchup anywhere. So I really wanted to. I really wanted to do that. Uh, but I was able to find Connors over Hatton at plus one thirty five. Okay. Uh, obviously, good course history here uh, with Connors. Uh, played really well at the match play. Just ran into the buzzsaw. That was Cam Young, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, and Hatton. If he really is injured, then yeah, this is a really good price, uh, and I will take it. Especially because I always like to take some of the top guys in in uh, in every tournament as, as a matchup, just to to have a nice sweat. And if I'm getting decent plus money on it, I'm taking that. Take JJ Spawn over Alex Noren because Alex Noren fucking stinks. Uh, hey, now that. <laughs> I felt like that's a shot at me there. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, uh, I like, look, Spawn, another guy, played really well in match play. Clearly likes this course. Won here last year. He's not going to repeat, but I like him over that Bob Norin. Uh, I took Rye over mouth breather Bo Hostler. Uh, I think, uh, I think, I think Rye can get him. Hostler has no fucking form right now. I know he's good at this course. I do not give a shit. Um, and then uh, just for fun, I took, uh, I took Cole. Over uh, Stevens, that I got plus money. I was like, what? Somebody's ever seen this did other than Corrales lately? What has he done other than Corrales? I numbers are really numbers are solid. His numbers are solid. I don't give a shit. I like the guy outright. I'm taking him with plus money in a matchup about a guy I know nothing about. All right, so I don't recommend tailing that one. That's so Sam Stevens is really good when no one's watching. Uh, 15th (laughs) to Puerto Rico, third to Corrales, uh, 13th at Farmers. That's not bad. The iron plays. The iron plays. And when he said shot like has alternated between good week, bad week. So he just had measured a good week at Valspar. So bad week coming up pretty soon for him. But you know what? Hey, no, is what it is. So, um, so a couple I've, <coughs> so I found him at, listen, as everyone knows, I don't bet matchups. Uh, they are usually losers. So usually go the opposite of what I'm saying here. So, but I still give him on the show. Uh, I also found something similar to your Corey Connors hat and matchup. Uh, Ricky Fowler plus 135 over had. I just think that getting, you know, 135 for Fowler, who's playing well, it's Hatton is just a little too steep. So just blindly taking that one. Maybe Hatton is hurt. Although I do think if, if Hatton really isn't, he's full bore. I mean, he might take a ball, take all our money this week. Yeah, but it's fine. It's just, it's just a matchup. Yeah. I mean, like he, so looking at like his career in Norman courses, he eats up the Jumeirah States course. He's got like mm-hmm. four runner up finishes there. So really. That's a little dangerous. I mean, considering the 18th hole of Jamera is basically the same hole at this yeah. place. Not awesome. Um, but no. all right. So you know what? I, I found a boy, uh, a matchup with uh, Bo Hosler that you're even fading. But you know what? It's against another <laughs> bum. It's against Patton Kazire. Uh, maybe I'm just so mad about what happened last year. I took all my money. Um, I think the tiebreaker for me is that Bo Hosler is really good around the green and Patton Kazire isn't. Yeah, it's fine. Really, and I just think Patton Kazire stinks. So yeah. uh, Bo Hosler minus 110 <laughs> over him. And I then another pillow fight. How about Kevin Streelman plus 100 for Patrick Rogers? Kevin Streelman finally got a top uh, 30 finish last week after a couple, you know, bad for, uh, performances in a row. Really good at this track in his career, and then Patrick Rogers just has been very good at this track before. Uh, Patrick Matt Rogers missed the cut last week in, at Corrales. Yeah, that's Oof. not great. That's not, that's not great, Bob. Stop wasn't close it. either. Like, oh, that was ugly. Not great, Bob. Not yep. Great. So, uh, so take Kevin Streelman plus 100 over Patrick Rogers. 
I got a so. I got I got a fun little miss miss cut bet, which they never post these things other than majors, so I was kind of weird. Okay. Weird out. They didn't post the decky, obviously. But Hatton is fucking four to one to miss the cut. So I sprinkled a little bit on that. Ooh. Why not? He, okay. He's either gonna miss the cut or finish T three. Yeah, so whatever. Just sprinkle a little bit, just just for it's fun. Good, I think it's a good bet. No, and he and he could come out and stink it up on Thursday. Do not cash that bet yet because he scrambles his ass off when he does that, typically, and still somehow makes the cut on Friday. As somebody who has had money on Hatton on many many events, yes. So, all right. So a couple of comments we have in here. I'll, we'll talk about uh, cousin Mush asked about uh, Christian Bezayn. Well, I'm no. the uh, Christian Bezayn. I'm the Bezayn Hood apologist. So you're going to go on mute, sir. So his irons play has actually been pretty good over the last two tournaments. You know, he was, it was uh, pretty good at players. He actually hit the ball. Okay. At um match play, despite the fact that he was, I think, Oh, and three, uh, his problems last week were around the agreement putting at, at Austin. So I don't think that's really going to happen two weeks in a row with him. Um, you know, he's got a 15th place finish in Mayakoba. He's got, I think a 15th place finish in Houston. So, you know, playing good in Texas, playing good at some other Greg Normans. I actually don't mind Bazane who this week. The problem is he always seems to burn me whenever I'm on him, so that's why he's nowhere near my betting card. Same. Um, I like yeah, Bazane too. Yeah. Like, I, I, on, I, at a macro level. Like, I just yeah. love him. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Kerr, uh, he doesn't like the long horse. He's an Aggie. Uh, he's yeah. more of a Sam Bennett uh, guy. Which, yeah, yeah, uh, but he was. But I'm saying he loves Cody. Uh, what are the what's his Pearson, name? Pearson, Pearson Cody? He loves him. Oh, I, I know he does, but listen, yeah, that's I what mean, I was he, talking about. He's got more of a for Sam Bennett, who uh famously stiffed us on uh appearing on this podcast. Time. So, uh, we're not Sam Bennett, people. but he no, is gonna be in the Masters next week, though. So that'll be interesting. To watch. Is it? Yeah, he is. Uh, let's see, you know, we got another guy who's gonna bet C. Wu. We agree, no, we all cool. bet, we all bet him. We uh, somebody's betting Smalley over Hoygard at plus 100. I actually agree with that. I mean, yeah. Nikolai Hoygard, I think he's the worst of the Hoygard twins, even though he's done pretty Still well. Good. Still good, he is yeah. pretty good, but he's a little more volatile than his brother. And it was Rasmus yeah. last year that actually did well, not Nikolai. So, uh, yeah, so I, I like Smalley. And then where's Rasmus this week? Rasmus has been taking a month off, I don't know where he is. I don't know. Nice. It, yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> must be so. nice. All right. Well, I think that concludes. Uh, unless you live, Matt. Yeah, we'll let's go live. To live. I, I don't have any bets, so I'll just listen to you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Say. So, hey, Matt, you're going to the live event for at least a day, right? I will be there on Saturday. Boots will be on ground, hundred percent. So, yeah. Have you? Do you know this golf course at all? No, I it just is your, the, no one does. Watch oh, the no, YouTube it, videos. It's it's your prototypical Florida resort course, man. Yeah, like, it's it pretty is. straightforward. These guys are going to fucking demolish this thing. Yeah, like demolish it. Like that's it's what I, that's kind of what I got out of it from watching the YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, like it's part uh, seventy two, not overly long. No, uh, yeah, I bet I started my card with Neiman at twelve to one. I get uh, yeah. basically a home game for him. Lives lives up in Jupiter. Yeah, so he's not far, and he's. Played he played okay at the first event, pretty bad last week, and none of the guys at the top have have been playing great golf. Yeah. And I feel like out of the live guys at the top, the Neemans, the Cams, the DJs, like I feel like they're all kind of trending to content, not content, play in the Masters somewhat. But yeah. I feel like Neiman cares the most, maybe because he's younger. I don't know. That could be wrong about that. Yeah. And then I went with Thomas Peters. I'm betting Thomas Peters every Let's week go. in live, at least for the first ten weeks, solely because of like. A narrative vengeance thing. He was pissed he didn't get into the Genesis field. Genesis. So he's like, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna win live. Yeah. And then uh Bryson DeChambeau, 55 to 1, stupid number. Uh he I I was certain that Bryson DeChambeau would win a green jacket in his career. It's that time of year. Maybe he's trying to gear up for that. He's not gonna win next week, no. but maybe he's gearing up for that. So 55 to 1, I'll run it out. And yeah, that's that's it. 
All right, so I'm with you. I'm with you on Peters. Love that. Uh, it's the same same reason. He's just a guy I constantly root for, and uh, I, they, the live took a bunch of my guys. Yeah. <laughs> Steve and Steve texted me when uh, when Herbert was playing. He's like, if they take the ear, you're gonna you're gonna fucking quit, aren't you? Like if they take Herbert, like I don't. First of all, I don't think Liv's gonna be around uh, long enough to take any more of my guys. Knock on wood. Uh, but yeah, you're so, a Herbert guy. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay. I love him. Okay. Yeah, Ever man. since you saw the headshot of him, he just always Seriously, broke it's all it, that guy. That's all it took. And I, that's like, the was... only reason why he bet him at Bermuda that one year, too. He just saw the guy. He's like, I got to bet oh, on the guy with that guy, messed up here. He's got to be your guy. Exactly. And, and his, he's his caddy, man. too. Oh, his caddy's I mean, the man. Yeah. Okay. And he's that's a big sure. dude, man. I didn't realize, like, he's he's kind of he's kind of jacked, man. Like, when I saw him in person, I was like, holy shit, you're way bigger than I thought you were. Um. Yeah, and so I, I always root for Herbert, man. That's my guy. Yeah. Um, exactly. And then uh, I took Usti at fucking 28. Like Home game for him, too. He's a home game for him? Like, whatever. Like, easy fucking course. Like, I right. imagine, like, these are the courses that he practices on. He went um, to a playoff last week or last event. Yep. Yeah, so why not? In 28? Like, yeah, fine. Give me 28 on Usti. Like, I, okay. bet, I, I used to bet Louis 28s <laughs> in fucking PJ events. Why wouldn't I do it in a live event? Um, yeah, so that's it. Those are my two. Okay. I mean, look, I haven't looked too deeply in this event, but I know that the last two events we had Danny Lee winning and Charles Howell, the third winning. I just have, I have a feeling that I think one of the bigger names are going to win the guys like who are going to play the match next year. Cause it, it seems like, like they got to start getting their game in shape. Like cancer has been awful. The first two events, Dustin Johnson's been awful. The first yeah. two events, Neiman wasn't very good. The last two events after he had like a really good middle East swing. Yeah. So it seems like, I think one of those guys, Probably going to show yeah. a little better performance, I bet. That's why I bet Neiman out of the three, because they're all similar odds, but I just feel like Neiman's the closest yeah. to like playing the best. I looked I looked at Neiman at 12 because I forgot how much I liked him until I uh, swing up. What the hell is it called? No swing? Full swing. Full swing. swing. <laughs> until I saw him in that, and I forgot how gorgeous his fucking swing was. It's yeah. just, it's so, so fucking pretty. <laughs> it's I love like. It. Maybe maybe I'll add that. Maybe, yeah, maybe I, I, I I hope I hope live full so we get walking Neiman back on the PGA tour because oh god I've always had a soft spot for that guy too. Me too. That's that's one of my boys. Yeah. So all right. Uh, I guess while we round back to the Masters, uh, okay. Matt, do you have any? Uh, have you put any bets down at all? No bets. Um, sometimes you get too carried away with sometimes futures. They then you can't build the card you want to build. Somewhat because sometimes you don't know how guys are going to be trending. And come Monday, Tuesday, odds will drift. It happens year after year. No, all these guys aren't going to be under twenty to one. I'm just going to be patient. I'll start my card come Sunday afternoon, Monday. So no one really, no one really. I'm like maybe maybe can't lay, but we'll see. I haven't really been gotten there yet. Yeah, I used to be one of those guys that would start hunting like Masters odds, like at Riviera, and yeah, think like, yeah. okay, this guy's fifty to one. He's going to be thirty by the time he gets there. And it's like. I'm clogging up my car with guys I don't really actually right. want to bet. And I mean, right. at the end of the day, I'm just going to reach, I'm just going to bet a little more units. If I still want to bet him at 30, I'll just right. bet a little more at that point. Right. So you, you I'll figure wait, it out. Wait, but the guys you want to bet don't, I wouldn't force anything now if you don't love it. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather be flexible. I in general hate fucking futures bets. I, I cause I feel like I just get myself in trouble with them. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like I'll open up. I'm like, I already have fucking six guys bet for the open. Like, because you forget about them. You know what I mean? You yeah, yeah. You forget. It's like, yeah. Uh, what did we do? What did we, didn't we get Hatton at like seventy to one to win the open a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and then he yeah. was like seventy five to one at that <laughs> yep. point. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Didn't work out no for point. us. No, no, no it did point. not. 
All right. Well, Matt, uh, thanks for uh, appearing on our show. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where we can find you? Uh, that at right there at Matt Gannon. Follow me. Follow Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Golf Gambling Podcast. You'll catch me on there weekly as that as these guys as well. So thank you for having me. Always a good time. Didn't you just get you got a new you got a new thing too? Pip that too, right? Oh yeah, Gen F Media. Follow that. We're doing a pod, we're doing podcasts all the time. Golf stuff, a bunch of stuff. Uh, more like uh like social content, not just sports. It's gonna be a cool thing. Like talking about movies, everything. Follow oh. it. Gonna, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. All right, cool. Nice. That's a, that's a podcast you said? Uh, it's a, a new like uh, sports media slash like lifestyle company with uh, Ben Kukanis. Not sure if you ever know him. He he okay. ran it. He brought me over from Fantasy Points, and right. it's it's gonna be. I'm so I'm like head of content there, doing a bunch, not only sports content, uh, like sports and like uh, pop culture stuff too. It's gonna be cool. Nice. I don't have a fucking invite yet. What the hell, Matt? What's going oh, on? Oh, we, we it's been a week and a half. <laughs> It's been a week and a half. Don't worry. You're coming, Capper. All right. Well, we appreciate you being All on right. our team, too. You you put out a lot of great content. You're a hard worker, man. Uh, yeah, we man. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. Really do appreciate it. Yeah, and it. check out DFS players. I know this is the betting show, but DFS players, check out his 6K article. It's fucking super shot, man. I like it a lot. He helps He helps, he helps. helps me uh, dumpster dive, as I like to call it. Yeah. All right. All right, Capper, you got anything else? Nope. That's it, baby. You got anything? No, that's it. We got a uh, big week for the Masters coming up. Uh, I have a lot of work to do between now and uh, Sunday, Uh, getting caught up with all the changes that have been made to Augusta National, Uh, looking at the weather report and seeing how scoring is. Uh, Preview, uh, I think guys are going to rip this place up this year. Uh, Anytime it's warm and muggy and no wind, uh, birdies are plentiful. So it's going to be a little different Masters than what we've seen the last couple of years. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, like it. All right. Well, listen, go find Steve and I just go to channel. You can follow me on Twitter at Boston underscore at Boston underscore capper. Uh, yeah, go rate review all the good shit next week. Masters obviously pumping out a ton of content. We'll have Pamela Maldonado from uh, Yahoo Sportsbook on for the betting show. We're going to have Bearhoff on uh, for the DFS. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a show with the mothership. And uh, yeah, other than that, fucking let's fatten these fucking bankrolls before Masters group. Let's fucking do it. Do it.